The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is Angel Talk with me, your host, Rachel Corpus. Let's journey together as we talk to your angels, guides, and loved ones who have crossed over. Are you ready to hear what Spirit has to say? Welcome to Angel Talk. my loves. Welcome to Angel Talk with Rachel Corpus, Angel Communicator and Psychic Medium. I have been out for a minute, haven't I? So sorry. Thanks for all your loving messages and inquiries saying, where the heck have you been? Well, I tell you, I got COVID for the second time after Christmas and it has been a really long haul. I've been real sick and I also have had some kidney stone issues and some other stuff. I'm like, body, what are you doing? So I just needed to take a little step back and rest a little bit. So thank you for your grace and thank you for your love. I've missed you too, my goodness. Well, today's episode, I have been so excited to share with you because on that Christmas trip, right before I got sick, we went to stay at Walnut Cottage in Barrington, Illinois. And this was through Airbnb. It's owned by Stephanie, who is, oh my goodness, so lovely, such a great person, such great energy. Let me tell you that when we walked into this cottage, I felt like we were walking into a dream, into this most beautiful magazine. Everything is perfectly placed. You can feel the love as this beautiful little house has been restored. Everything is just gorgeous. And of course, it was decorated for Christmas. So my heart was just all a flutter. It was wonderful. As we settled in, we brought our, our clothes and groceries in and set them right by the kitchen, took our shoes off and began to explore. And it wasn't long before we knew quite wholeheartedly and clearly that that place was haunted. Oh my goodness. Now you got to imagine that in this beautiful little house, my husband and I are walking through appreciating how beautifully it's been painted and decorated. And here are my kids so eager to explore every drawer and closet and bedroom. So the spirit that lives there probably feels like, who is this looking through our stuff, walking through our house? We activated them. They 
were very understanding, I'll say, but they made their presence known, especially that first night we were there. So I'd like to tell you that story and highly encourage you to stay at this beautiful, loving place that is so haunted if you can handle it, because the people who haunt it are also very, very nice. It's a lovely family of a grandpa and a grandson and an older woman, a younger woman and a kitty cat. So we're going to go through what happened to us because it was just too much not to share. When we settled in and in the basement of this beautiful cottage, there is a seating area downstairs with a TV and comfy couches and a bathroom. And then adjoining to that, there's a, I think it's a billiard table or some sort of game room. I don't really remember. So my daughter, who is also very intuitive, you may have heard me say before, and my youngest child, Monday, were watching TV with the bathroom door open and had a, heard a very loud giggle coming from a child more than once. And it was so loud that it seemed like it was right in their ears. And when I checked in on this and went back to that time, just energetically in my mind, I could see the little boy in the bathroom looking at them, looking at their phones and playing with some of their Christmas toys and just giggling with glee. Oh my goodness, there's kids at my house. We're going to play. And that is really the energy we felt throughout the visit is that the spirit was very curious about us and the little boy could not wait to play with my children. So that's the first occurrence. Olivia and Monday heard a child laughing loudly in the bathroom. That night, we all went to bed. There are bedrooms upstairs and Ed and I intended to sleep downstairs. Since my children are very psychic, when we go stay at places, it's very likely that I'm going to end up sleeping with them because they feel and see everything. And as kids, they get a little spooked. Heck, as an adult, I get a little spooked, to be honest, sometimes. So I ended up going upstairs and sleeping with them. And when I first got upstairs, all the lights were on. The hall light was on. There was a little lamp in the bedroom. And I slept there until my kids went to sleep. And then I snuck back down to my bedroom with Ed, you know, like we do as parents, right? So Sam comes barreling down the stairs in the middle of the night and he says, mom, you got to come back upstairs. The ghost did something. I said, well, what is it? And he said, I said out loud, I need to, I need the light on. I'm scared. He was referring to the light at the top of the stairs, the hallway light. And he woke up. Something woke him up in the night, and it was completely dark upstairs. No light at all. And as soon as he said, I'm awake, the lights turned back on. Now, we don't really know if the little one up there heard him say that and was kind of messing with him. We don't know. But we do know as soon as Sam was scared, that light turned back on. I went back upstairs and I slept in that room with everybody. Olivia was in the other room, tried to get as cozy as I could, right? Mama in the room with everybody else trying to get some sleep on vacation. And this did not make my husband very happy. He had really been looking forward to an Airbnb where we would have our own bedroom. The kids would be in their own bedrooms and we'd have a little couple time, right? So when I said, I'm going to go up with them, he was not very happy. 
And he was sending me a text message that was kind of growly saying, I don't like how this is happening. I really thought we were going to sleep together tonight. This isn't what I planned. And as he was writing that text, he heard a man's voice in his ear scold him. Now, we couldn't, he couldn't really tell what was being said, but it was clearly someone saying, knock it off, man. She's being a mom. She's doing what she can. So Ed did not send that text message and he just went to bed. Monday also heard that grandpa type voice talk to him when he was in the basement as if um, saying hello and asking him to not move the furniture. There is that game room I mentioned before, and my kids, my two youngest, are really involved in the Oculus, that um, whatever that is, visual, I don't know, Oculus, fun stuff for them. And it, it creates, they need room to do it because they've got a headset and two things on their hands that they use. It's vi virtual reality, I think. So they gently moved the table downstairs, and the grandpa did not like it. It was against the rules. So they got scolded as well as the grandpa. And he made kind of this sound <laughs> to them. And they just quietly put the Oculus down, moved the table back and went to watch TV. So they're very respectful of spirit. Those nights that I slept upstairs with my, my little ones, I, for, for one night, I got one of the beds and Monday slept with Olivia and I slept with Sam in this little room with two double beds. It was just lovely. And that was an interesting night because the little boy who lives there came to visit me as I was laying on my side, not asleep yet, but eyes closed. I felt a little hand grab mine and just squeeze it. And it felt warm and soft and sweet. And I opened my hand as if to say, yes, you can hold my hand. And we just held hands for a while. He patted my hand for a bit. And then I could feel him move the covers and almost tuck me in. And it was this feeling of absolute love. In that moment, I felt inspired to say to my own son, I love you so much. I sat in that room the next day. And I asked the little boy to come sit with me. And I was surprised because a mother came to sit with me. And she said that a baby had died, her baby had died in childbirth at that house. And she had stayed there because she's looking for it. I asked my angels to help me find the baby. And before I knew it, that sweet baby was in my arms. I looked down and I saw my hands, my arms holding, cradling a baby like I'd held my own babies. And I was swaying back and forth and I felt a tear go down my face. And I felt this mama kneel in front of me, looking at me, trying to figure out who I was. And I said, I have your baby here. And here in this room, I must have looked like a crazy person, right? But I had this sweet spirit baby in my arms with this lovely mama who had been looking for her baby for so long. And I was able to give that baby back to her. I felt a kiss on my cheek and a warmth move through my body, and then it was done. That night, I was laying in the bed again upstairs with the kids. And as I was trying to fall asleep, there was activity in the corner near me, and it felt like someone was playing jacks. You know, when you bounce the ball with the jacks and you pick them up and it makes that kind of scratchy, bouncy sound. I heard that for a while in the corner and then a shuffling as if someone was adjusting how they were sitting. I didn't open my eyes because honestly, I didn't want to. 
but I heard them there. And soon it just stopped suddenly. And when it stopped, a few seconds later, I felt a kitty, a cat, jump on the bed. How did I know it was a cat? Well, I have cats and I have spirit cats and I know what it feels like when they jump on the bed. And this kitty jumped on the bed, circled around and plopped down right between my knees and my thighs. And this kitty just, I could almost hear the kitty purring and falling asleep and then adjusting in the night. Again, I felt someone come to me again and tuck me in and kiss me on the cheek. And it felt lovely up there like Christmas, so safe, so loving. And what was put into my heart at that moment is, we're glad you can see us. We've been lonely. The next morning, my family went out for a bit and I stayed back with my youngest who had then had tested positive for COVID. So we were homebound till we went back to Des Moines. And as Monday stayed downstairs watching a movie, I went upstairs and I talked to Spirit. And I talked to them about the idea of living in their house as an Airbnb and having people coming in and out. And they surprised me with their answer. They were excited about it. They loved every time someone was going to come to the house so they could see them and have fun with them. And they're so appreciative of the people that clean up after themselves and love the house and comment on how beautiful it is. And they're grateful because they'd been there by themselves for a long time. Later on, after I had had that conversation, I was walking from the dining room to the kitchen and looking down into the basement, I saw the old man crossing from one side of the basement to the other right in front of the stairwell. And he stopped and waved and smiled. We went home that next day because Monday had COVID. We weren't feeling well and we just needed to get back to our house and rest. Essentially, we went to the Chicago area to visit our family and had to turn right back around because we got sick. We probably shouldn't have made the trip in the first place, to be honest, but we'd missed them so much. So we went home, said goodbye to the house and went home, made the trip back home. And the owner of this place was so gracious, um, Stephanie, so gracious to us about needing to leave early. I told her about my experiences in a unique way. She had a be very beautiful uh, journal in the basement where you could write about your experiences. And I wrote something about how beautiful the spirit was in the house. And she got a hold of me and I told her some things that had happened. I told her about the little boy. I told her about the kitty. And she responded by telling me that when they had been remodeling, they had been through every part of that house. And one day they went in and they found a cat toy in the middle of the floor. Now spirit can move things from one dimension to another. And I was happy for that validation that I had had time with that sweet kitty who was there to play with the little boy. And that they had noticed the cat too, because someone in the spirit world had given that kitty a cat toy. But the thing that really stopped me in my tracks is Stephanie texted me and asked me if we had, if my, one of my children had left behind a little toy soldier. And she sent me a picture of it. It looked like one of those that was made from plastic, maybe from the fifties or sixties. Well, they still make them today, but you can picture it. It's got the little kind of uh, placing at the at the feet that looks like kind of a oval shape and then the plastic soldier is adhered to it and it's about two inches 
tall, it's olive green. My kids don't play with things like that. They, they've never been interested in those things. It wasn't ours. And she said she has been through every inch of that house and that was not there before. And it had been placed under the bed in the bedroom where my youngest children, Monday and Sam, had been sleeping, where we had all that activity with the little boy playing and holding my hand. It was not ours, and it wasn't from the people before us. It was from the little boy. Perhaps he was giving a gift to my children, and we didn't notice it in time to leave. Or perhaps he was there playing, and this is evidence of that. We don't know. She also says that when she checks in at the house to go there to do the laundry or to clean up or prepare for the next guests, when she goes down to the laundry room, the lights flicker. And we noticed a lot of lights flickering when we were there, especially when we were talking about spirit being there in the house with us, the lights would flicker. And she notices that in the laundry room. So I was really happy to validate, yes, that's them. And they love you. And they're so grateful for you giving new life to their home. I wanted to share that story with you because it was just what we needed. We needed that spirit as part of our holiday Christmas spirit. And it was such a beautiful way to spend time with the spirit world in a way that felt like we were visiting family we hadn't even met yet. You know, sometimes when we experience spirit, it can be scary or dark, but most of the time it's people just like us who just happen to don't have, they don't have their body anymore. They're not in skin. I didn't know if they wanted to be crossed over or not. So later on when I went home, I checked in with that house again, because, you know, we can do that energetically. We can visit places in our heart, in our mind. We are made of energy, so we can energetically go and visit anytime we want. And I asked them if they needed crossed over, and they said, no, this is our home. This is our place, and we're here to take care of it. I hope this story brought you joy and tingles like it did for me. And again, thank you for your grace as I've, I have needed to take time to heal. I'm feeling really good, tired, but so good and so happy. You all make me so happy. If you want to connect, you can find me at my website, rachelcorpus.com. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. You know how that works. You can find it. If you haven't heard this recently, I want to tell you, you are loved. I love you. And we will see you next time. You've been listening to Angel Talk with me, Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium. If you'd like to connect, visit my website, rachelcorpus.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.